nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. Yes, that's right. It is the Weekly Scramble, and my name is Chris Reavers, and by my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How you doing, Reavers? I am fantastic, and... We didn't really, you know, when we always do the massive amounts of show prep yes. uh, for this weekly yes. episode, uh, I didn't really ask where you'd like to begin, but you did ask me something off the air that I did want to bring up. Okay, let's do this. Uh, and it was because we had recorded the show last week on Friday afternoon, correct? I have no idea. I have My memory of days is gone. Sometime you know, in the past. Here's we, what's so funny yeah. about you, because, you know, we've obviously worked together for a number of years mm-hmm. now. You have the weirdest memory of anybody I know. I don't remember anything. No, that that's no. not true. Well, you remember you retain different s- types of things because I can come up with something. Oh, remember we we talked about this that or we interviewed that particular person and you might say vaguely, but then you'll rattle off something. Okay, that that's possible. One thing I'm not great is days because I work every day. So there is no oh, there weekends. is no Monday or it doesn't no matter Friday. to me. It's gotcha. just you you get up and go to work, right? And I'm not complaining. It's not and and, and of course on weekends sometimes I work less, right? It's not sure. every time, but I just my schedule is filled. Monday's on the same as Saturday. It doesn't matter when people right. are like, "Oh, it's Monday." It's like, what does it matter? It was just the same as Sunday. It doesn't <laughs> right. matter. So yeah, it was sometime last week when we recorded. We do something great. I don't remember. Well, it was just kind of my sequence of day that okay. day. Yeah. So we did the show, uh, posted the show, all good, and I thought, I'm going to head over to the XL Energy Center because, uh, you know, ever, people that know me know that I, I'm involved with the Fairbowl Lakers amateur baseball mm-hmm, team. Mm-hmm. And one of our guys, who happens to be a high school senior, was wrestling in the state, I believe it was the, was it the quarterfinal or the semifinal? Anyway, his name is Aiden. I actually went to high school with his dad. Okay, um, which doesn't make me feel old at all. But it was he's he's a great kid. Sure. I thought, you know what? I'm what four miles from the XL Center. And you love sports, and I just yeah. Why why not go over there and show my support for the kid? And so, I, I had been to the XL. I took my son to a wild game back in January, I believe. But I'm thinking, oh man. High school tournament time, West 7th, it's going to be hopping. It was not. Not at all. Really? It's so okay. I, I pull off of the freeway, and I always try to find whatever's close, because sure. I don't care if it's 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever. You just want to be close. I so. just want to be close. And I pull in. It's the Holiday Inn, right? That's right off uh, across the street from uh, uh, the yeah, truck bar, a, truck park, I mean. Um, yeah, yes. Whatever yep, it is. Yep, yep. Pull in. Second floor. It has wild, sec- wild Bills now or whatever. There's a Wild Bills. Oh, that's in that. what it yes. is. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I parked there 10 blo- or ten second walk across the street mm-hmm. to uh, to the XL Center, and, and I get, walk up thinking, oh, I could just buy a ticket right at the, right at the door, right? Oh, no. Everything's digital. And I oh. thought, you've got to be kidding me. And everyone, it, it, and it, there was a dad with his two boys behind me okay. who I could tell it, they were wearing their wrestling sweatshirts. Sure, and, sure. He was all And I looked and I said, oh, is everything digital? He goes, well, kind of. He said, but if you go to the box office, which is, you know, of course, on Kellogg, yeah, yeah. 
He said, if you go over to the box office, I think you can buy a ticket, you know, on site. I'm okay. like, oh, crap. So I just waited, you know, whatever. Not a big deal. So I walk around, get my ticket, get in, and I'm thinking, oh, it's the 4 o'clock session. Okay, cool. Um, I, I walk in just after 4, and I'm <laughs> looking at eight mats on the floor of, and I hadn't been to the high school wrestling tournament probably since I was in high school. Sure. Because we had a pretty good wrestling team at Faribault. And you were asked to not go to them for a lot of years. Correct. Too. Yeah, okay. right. There's that too. <laughs> yeah. But I finally, I'm looking, I'm going, I knew what weight class he was in, but I don't know how this works. Yeah. And it's not the team, it's individual. Sure, okay, uh, for state. And, and you're looking for this kid. Right. It's so funny. Oh, I look no. at the guy next to me and I said, hey, um, can I ask you a question? He goes, yeah, sure. I go, how does this work? He's mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? I said, well, I'm looking at you know, a scoreboard, individual scoreboards on each mat, yeah. and I don't know what number means what. And oh, I, no. I said, does the bottom mean... That's the weight class. He says, no, no, no. Here, here's how it's it's this it's this easy. He said, the top is the actual match number, the second line is the score, the third line is the clock. Okay. And then the bottom line is the weight division. I went, right. oh, pff, easy Done. enough. Yeah. And then I realized, oh God, he's not wrestling right now or for a while because it's the four o'clock session. Oh. Not saying he's going to wrestle at four o'clock. Okay. Well, it ended up being about. 420. So oh, that's not bad. It wasn't yeah, bad yeah. at all. But I was literally there for his match, and then, then peace out. out. Did he win? No, he did not. Oh, okay. Unfortunately. He did, did he get pinned? Uh, no, he did not. Okay, well, that's something. No, he did that's not. Something. So, But he ended up losing, I believe, to... It was a kid from Forest Lake who I was informed was maybe number two in the state or whatever. All right. But back, it was good. Back in 1989 when I graduated from high school, okay. we had a kid that went to my school. Were you Cretan? Remind no, me. No, no, no. I was at Roseville Area High School. Roseville. Right, so I went okay. to Kellogg, then Ramsey, and then it became Roseville. Gotcha. And um, we had a kid on a wrestling team, and, and I don't know his name, and I don't know this whole story, so don't <laughs> quote me on this, but he had just one arm. But let me You're kidding no, let me, me make this really clear. No legs and only one arm. And he would get by through school on a skateboard and like just like paddled his way down the hall, right? Okay. And, and this is a true true story. And this kid wrestled for Roseville. And I'm I'm not making fun of him. I'm not I mean it's like wow, what a really impressive thing for him to do. But how would you like to have been that competitive wrestler thinking, crap do I grab him by the arm and swing him in a circle and right. fly? You know, honest God, you wouldn't know what to do. It would be like the same thing as me as a boy wrestling a girl. That ain't going to happen, right? I right. couldn't have done that. Well, and that's what I was going to say because my brother-in-law, I remember being at one of his matches and he had to wrestle a female. And I, I'm thinking, well, good for her. Yeah. She's going off for well, the wrestling They could team. be fantastic. They could whoop anybody right. potentially, right. but I just wouldn't want to do it. I wouldn't, like my mind would be like, we're dating now. Right. <laughs> like, oh my God, this is the most physical activity <laughs> I've ever had, right? Especially back in high school. That's what I would have totally thought. But this this kid who, I was just telling the story the other day about this kid with one arm, and I'm like, I think to myself, high school was a long time ago for me, right? Mm-hmm, 89. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he's still out there doing it, not wrestling, but still out there making Riding a way. skateboard. I mean, he was, he was just like doing everything, and I think that was pretty gutsy, and how impressive that was that the kid said, I'm going to wrestle. But then I also thought the whole uh, starting of the story was, if I just had one arm, I would be careful that I'm not ripping that socket out or hurting yeah, my shoulder. Yeah, because then that way, then you're really in then trouble. you're out of luck. Right. No one loves me enough to help me in scenarios that I'd need help with if I had no arms. Right. I guarantee you. I'd look at my kids. They'd say, "Good luck." I'd look at my dear wife, and she would say, "Best of luck." Not to a you. chance. Right. Not a chance. Right. Just no one cares for me enough. Mm-hmm. Not even remotely likes me enough. I did want to start a new, um, new thing on the weekly scramble okay like stories of mike tells to piss off his wife that we just we need to get a sounder for that because i am getting really solid feedback from my wife of 
her complete and utter disappointment in me almost every show. How so about stories that Mike shouldn't have told? Shouldn't have told that pissed off his beautiful wife, right? <laughs> and she's an angel. Right. Because she says, oh, you make me sound so bad. I'm like, I do not do that. The exact opposite. Just how you sound like an angel every time. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. Right. See, there I just did it. I know I'm going to get in trouble. So after that, I uh, was on my way home. And I got an, a text notification, or I should say an email notification. And so uh, I get I get home, and I'm doing this and helping her with that and whatever. And it was, hey, we have a chance for your, you know, you, you've been selected to, for four tickets to tonight's Mavericks versus, who did we dominate? St. Thomas hockey game. Oh. Now, keep in mind, where I now live, it's closer for me to drive to the Mankato State campus sure. than it is to drive to Hubbard Broadcasting, okay, which okay. is my own personal decision and my own my own issue. And I thought, well, why not? I'll just I'll just do that too today. Did you grab the kids? Well, I, I so I had asked because my my boys are really starting to get into sports, so we'll okay. watch the like last night we watched the Timberwolves game together, and we'll watch the Wild probably tonight uh, together. And so I thought, oh, how great because I know I've talked about this before, but. The vibe there, plus Mankato's really good. They're the number one team in the country. It's so much better of a family experience to go to a game like that as opposed to going to the X. First of all, you're going to spend about a tenth of what you would spend. It, now, is this boys or girls hockey? Man, the Mankato college hockey team. Men, okay. Men, I, yes. Okay, men. Because yeah. didn't you go to a female STA game? St. Thomas or St. Thomas University no. STA. I uh-uh. thought you were talking about. Oh, you know, you did a bump for it, St. Thomas. Yeah, no, so, I did okay. a live read okay, for it. I, I, I forgot. That, okay, yes. yeah, I forgot. I thought maybe you had gone no. to that game. Okay. So yeah. anyway, so I thought, well, let's let's make it a twofer. So I drove down there and and went to. I think I went to the first two periods, and actually St. Thomas made it a game, and then Mankato ended up winning, and then they waxed him on Saturday night. But I thought that's the most outing. That it's I've ever done by myself in, in one day in quite some time. I'm still impressed that your wife just says, "Go well, for she, it." Well, she, she, the whole plan was we, the four of us were going to go together. You know, my my wife and I met at Mankato. She actually enjoyed she en- enjoyed going to games mm-hmm. when we were mm-hmm. in school, and still, she, you know, she's been to a couple since. She was then. a puck chaser, but right? she right exactly, <laughs> and then it got stuck with me. But she said, "I'm just I'm wiped from a week of work. Yeah. I just want to stay home." And I go, "Okay, that's cool." I go, "Well, do you mind?" I go, "I can take the boys. You can have the night." She's like, "No, I I want to be home with with." And I said, "All right, fine. I'll just go by myself. It's all good." Whatever. That's kind of fun. Yeah. So anyway, um, I don't know why I had to reference it that way, but anyway, so it was like. Oh, I almost have a social life again, but, yeah, I, like but if then you I was could, still home by like 9.30. You should have done one more sporting <laughs> event because then you could have made it a three-peat. Like, who sees wrestling? I mean, does, does the a boys' high school hockey uh, uh, that tournament Thursday. Oh, yeah, Thursday. I think Thursday. it's Thursday. It is Thursday. Yeah. Are this, you excited by the about way, that? Oh, it's, I was just going to say, this is one of my favorite sporting weeks of the year. Because of the high school hockey okay. tournament, which I try to watch as much as I possibly can. And then the but f- also... It's a huge week in college basketball. Yep, March because Madness, you have it. all of the uh, the the smaller tier. Like last night, I was watching Coastal Carolina play Furman or whoever the hell was playing <laughs> on ESPN, just because it's fun. Is it? It's not here. And here's what I always say: I get that this isn't the elite of mm. the elite talent, mm-hmm. but I don't care because these guys know this is probably it for them. Yeah, and yeah. they're giving it. Everything, and yeah. that's what attracts me to it so much more than, especially I have. I used to love the NBA. I okay. mean, love the NBA. It's hard for me to, and the Timberwolves are pretty good this year. Sure. So I'll watch a, a Timberwolves game every once in a while. But 
I just, I am so turned off by the NBA. Every few years I get sucked into the NBA. Yeah. Because I think we're going to have a chance. Yeah. And then we have a 20 win season. And I think, why? Why did I do this again? Why did I invest any of my mental capital in that team? Yeah. And now it, I'm getting to the point, I don't know if I'm just getting older or I'm just not caring or I'm too busy. No one's name rings a bell to me. Like some teams, like I I just don't pay enough attention now. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I don't even know half the guys on the Timberwolves. And it's, 11 guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I should be able to know every single player. Well, and now that, you know, my role with my job used to be working on a sports talk mm-hmm. radio station to now doing Garage Logic, I don't really have to watch sports as yeah. much as I once did. You still do. But I, I, I not, not nearly as much as I used to. Really? Oh, yeah. Not nearly. In fact, I think the turning point for me anyway was COVID. COVID shut everything down yeah, and it kind of broke your need to watch and you really got oh i don't really need to sit down i mean i have I, 23 extra hours a week <laughs> i missed i did miss sports but it was i think and I, I don't think i'm alone by the way in that in that regard where i think a lot of people in this country learn to live without sports oh yeah except for the nfl because the nfl is going to be king and the nfl will always dominate ratings and and now with the added avenue of betting on the nfl mm-hmm. which the nfl clearly endorses unless it's one of their own players like calvin ridley yeah but you know that that just that that number is just going to continue to keep going up. What are you going to do with your dreaded Major League Baseball? I mean, are you, are you just going to be down to today is a huge day because it's the third deadline, and okay. I think the reason that today could be a huge day. And again, we're recording the show at right around three o'clock in the afternoon, so something might have been reached that I haven't seen on what yet. Day? Uh, Tuesday on Tuesday, mm-hmm. but the reason it's a critical day is the owners have offered to continue to go forward with a 162-game schedule mm-hmm. instead of a prorated schedule. And the reason that's big is because then the players would still get their full salary sure. with an abbreviated season. Obviously, they would get a prorated version of that salary. Mm-hmm. So that's why today could still be a big day. I, I'm i not going to hold my breath because, again, I, I hate, I'm starting to hate the owners a little bit more than the players. But I hate both a pox on all their houses. So what happens to sunny South Florida, Fort Myers, if they don't have preseason games? What does that stadium just sit empty? I'm going to guess then that you didn't listen to Monday Night Sports. I talk. did not listen. So to Monday Night. yeah, Pat actually brought this very thing up yesterday, and he's 100 percent right. All of these cities, Fort Fort Myers. Let's just take because yeah, that's where they, the Twins they have are. A they have the Red and Red the Boston Sox. Red Sox. The, yeah, Red in Sox. Which they yeah. built the Red Sox. Two separate complexes. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't know they did that. They should all co- get together and sue the pants off of Major League Baseball. Oh. Because that's, they were promised how many games? It's, uh, what do they play, a 30-game spring training? Uh, whatever it is. Many? Yeah. Whatever it is, they should absolutely go after all of these entities and say, you're killing us here. We built this complex for you guys. Yeah, and t- 8,000 people show up every game or whatever the right. the stadium seats. Yeah. What does what Fort Myers seat? Do you know? Uh, well, it's changed over the years because of all the upgrades that they've done. I know the, uh, the, the last time I was down there. It's thousands. It's It was close to, I think it was close to 10. Maybe I'm way off. I can't I, remember. I, but I we, the, when we were there, though, when Jess and I were there, it was packed. Okay. I wonder if that has a higher per game average than some twins seasons up here. Oh boy, yeah. And Especially early. <laughs> I mean, you know, preseason, you're just down there for vacation anyways. Go to a couple of twins games. They're super relaxed. They're super fast, right? Mm-hmm. They go fast. And in fact, I remember like watching where um, certain members of both teams would be like running in the outfield to stay warm while the game was happening. Yeah. I'm like, huh, 
That's that's something you don't normally see. Just guys running on the you know outfield track, just back and forth. And I thought, oh, well, that that definitely is a little bit more casual now during this off season. Well, and so last year we were down in Arizona. We did we did our spring break. We did Arizona and San Diego, where we went to not only a, a, a spring training game, but we also t- got the chance to take in the Padres' second <laughs> game of their uh, regular season start. So we're at I think it was in Peoria, Arizona. And it was a spring training complex that housed both the Seattle Mariners and the Diamondbacks. No, it wouldn't have been in the Diamondbacks. There were two. There were two teams. In any event, so we're watching Seattle play somebody. I, I don't even know who okay. it was. And um, there was a group of guys that were kind of. We were out in the berm on the grass uh, in right field, and there was a group of I would say twenty somethings, maybe like five or five between five and seven of them. And these guys had no idea what was going on. Sure. They were just there to they be in the, sun, in the sun, drink some beers, yeah. and hang out. And yeah. just listening to their conversation is exactly what you were just saying. They couldn't have cared less who was playing yeah. right now because they they didn't. They just wanted to be outside, you know, in the sunshine, enjoying some spring break. Is what I'm saying. Ninety three hundred is Hammond Stadium. Okay, because I could have swore it was close to ten when they announced because they do allow. A ton of walk up for some of the, oh, like, yeah, you know, yeah. if they play the Yankees, you or go whatever. sit in the grass. Correct. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. it's cool. I'm going to see what average attendance is. What would we have done before Google? Oh, can you imagine doing radio? I, or I mean, a you'd podcast? have to be truly smart. You'd have to be. <laughs> or a great memory, which I, unfortunately I, you don't possess. I would, I, you know, but I remember, I remember going to the stadium. <laughs> yeah, right? right. I just, I wonder what their average is. That, that's really, it will Well, the Twins out. last year, obviously, given all of the things that, uh, well, and still remember, they weren't even allowing full fan base or you know full crowds until I think it was July first last summer, because of COVID restrictions. And yeah. obviously the season before that, nobody went to the games because of COVID. Yeah, but did that? Did it even matter? And plus, the Twins weren't very good. I think yeah. they ended up with the eighth worst record in baseball last year because I think they have the eighth overall pick this year. In any event, so, my whole uh, average I thought was going to be great. It's like, uh, well, now it's saying it seats eighty seven hundred, but it must be ninety three hundred. Average of twenty six hundred eighty eight people in twenty twenty one. That's not that many. Three thousand people yeah. for a. I thought it would be way more. I've never been to one that it hasn't been super packed. Same because it's usually you try to go to a weekend game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, same thing. Every time I've gone to a spring training game, even if it's you know that nobody in the lineup is going to be recognizable, it's always a it's so full weird. stadium. Yeah, yeah. It, it's fun. So are you up to speed? You mentioned the NFL. Up to speed on the drama surrounding the National Football League today at all? With uh, Aaron Rodgers Correct. re-signing, yeah. And then, but, but then he got trumped by someone else, right? So that's exactly where I was going to go. So for those of you that are unfamiliar with the situation, um, and you're listening to this podcast later on, I can't imagine that you wouldn't be, Aaron Rodgers uh, reportedly signed a a four-year, $200 million contract to remain with the Green Bay Packers, 150, which is fully guaranteed. You're kidding me. I didn't hear that part. And so everybody's, wow, look at this. And it actually broke right before we started recording Garage Mm -hmm. Logic. So when I dialed in Johnny Height, who's a huge Packer fan, he and I were chatting about it. I thought, wow, that's a lot of money. But, you know, if you're going to pay a guy, he's probably yeah, the one you're going to want to pay. Even though he's a massive drama queen, mm-hmm. he's really good. He's yeah. a really good quarterback. Mm-hmm. And so then after that news broke, moments later, it was announced that the Seattle Seahawks had traded their star uh, quarterback, Russell Wilson, to mm-hmm. the Denver Broncos. And it, this happened maybe an hour or so after the news of Rodgers' contract had broke. 
And so they, wow, okay, now here the dominoes are starting to fall. Sure. Right? Are the Vikings going to trade Cousins, whatever else? And then this drama queen, you know what, <laughs> has to issue a tweet saying, well, I, I, I'm going to be back with the Packers, but those terms aren't legit. I'm thinking, you couldn't have the attention off of you for 10 seconds, sure. and you have to stir it back up. My God, could I you imagine so what did his tweet being say? involved in a relationship with a guy that focused no, on it makes, himself? No, it makes you look at poor Danica Patrick and say, I'm sorry, dear. Why'd or what's, you have to, who, who's the one that just dumped it, him? Is it Olivia? No, no. No, uh, you're thinking that, that was the previous one. That was, I don't know. I can't follow all his chicks. But no, okay, what would, what did his tweet say? All right, I'm going to try to He said it was back. like it wasn't absolutely valid at this point. Hold on. Is that the highest? Is that the largest? Yes, uh, it's the highest contract in the history of the NFL. It is. Yes. Wow. Wow. And and but Cousins wants is getting forty five million. All right. An hour ago, Aaron Rodgers tweeted the following. Hey everyone, just wanted to clear some things up. Yes, I will be playing with the Packers. And he tagged the Packers in it because mm-hmm. how adorable is that? Mm-hmm. I will be playing with the Packers next year. However, reports about me signing a contract are inaccurate, as are the supposed terms of the contract that I signed, which is in quotations. Okay. I'm very excited to be back. Hashtag year 18 with the the little love. Oh, he had some emojis in there. And I'm thinking, dude, just let it go. Well, so if I were the Packers, I'd say, oh, are, are you not signing this? Or well, are no, you not clear. actually signed? It's clear that he is signing the contract because he admitted to it himself. But he's hung up on the terms that were disclosed. And by the way, as someone pointed out here uh, on this tweet, you realize the last tweet he he has sent from his official account was January 7th. Really? Was it about the insurrection or what was it? <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't let that insurrection be big news. So no, he's like, it was oh. a, it was something about uh, an event I believe he was involved in or something. I don't even care. Wow. And I'm thinking he he just he can't let the attention be off of him for more than an hour and he's just so f- I I don't know. I, he should take his 200 million bucks. Shut his mouth. Right. Be the creep show. He obviously. I don't. You know what? Honest to God, the guy's an incredible talent. He's the least like football player for me. I like him the least because of his talent, not because I don't know anything about him. I don't know what he did to his family, where his family doesn't talk to him. Right. I don't know the wake of broken soul chicks that he's dated. I don't know anything <laughs> of that. I just can only guess about that. But he does look like a methadone addict, meth, meth amphetamine addict. You're, right? not, you're, not, you're not a big fan of the new hairstyle? No, he looks like a street person, like a $200 million plus street person. Shailene Woodley is the most recent ex-girlfriend slash ex-fiance, because I believe oh, that they, oh, were, got they were engaged. Yes. Yeah. I wonder if he's a creeper. Maybe he's a creeper. Let's just throw it out there randomly and then get sued later. Well, I, I don't. I just. I said I wonder. <laughs> I don't. Again, the only reason I truly just. I, he's he's just frustrating for me because no matter what the Vikings have, no matter what we do, right. when he's in the game, there's a real chance we're going to lose this game. Yes, right. The guy is yes. just unshakable, and and that is you can he he never looks. Remember how Jay Cutler always looked like he was going to cry, like he didn't care, and he looked like he was pissed. Mm-hmm. Rogers just looks like he's pissed. He's not losing his temper. He's just he, give me 15 seconds again, and I'll I'll win this game again. And he does, and he does it too often. So you do know that Jay Cutler is one of the reasons I kind of became addicted initially to Twitter. No, are you familiar with that? Because uh, there was an account. Yeah, uh, because he always had that that pouty 
uh, woe is me look to him when, Resting when it was on the sideline. Resting face is what I call it. And yeah. so um, there was an account called Smoking Jay Cutler. Okay. You familiar with no, this? No, I'm not. Basically, and this is why Twitter is both brilliant and so stupid at the same mm-hmm. time. So it could be anything from Jay Cutler on the sidelines talking to his coach. Or Jay Cutler with his helmet off uh, in the field of play. Okay. Or Jay Cutler at a podium, mm-hmm. you know, post game. Sure. And someone would add a cigarette to his mouth. Oh, just and so perfect. It, it just became smoking Jay Cutler because he it. always had that pouty lip look to his yeah, face. Yeah, so it looked like he's holding a cigarette. And it always made me laugh. Oh yeah. I don't know why, but it because I'm humored easily. But it always made me laugh. In fact, I'm looking at one right now in which he's. <laughs> He's sitting there talking at a press conference. I believe this was the year he played with the Dolphins, and the, a random handle has come up. And it looks like he's <laughs> taking a puff, and then poof, the smoke oh. will come out of his mouth. So if you're, so, uh, if you're entertained easily like me, uh, Smoking Jay Cutler will make you laugh. How many followers does Smoking Jay Cutler have? I, You know what, honestly? Can't you see? Can't you see how many people follow that? I, I tried to pull it up, um, but I'm getting just tweets that were sent. How many followers do does Chris Reavers have? Oh, God. So does Smoking Jay Cutler have more followers? Oh, than... no question about it. Seriously? Oh yeah. That is that's what's sick about is this it, world. Is it a t- maybe it wasn't a Twitter account? Maybe it was just a hashtag. Oh, hashtag Smoking. It might okay. have been because either that or it was deleted. Um, because maybe he sued him. I have no idea. But it mm-hmm. was just it was just great. And so I, one of the things I loved about it is I was I would always show them to Royce or I would text them to Royce <laughs> and we always just found those hilarious. I don't, does Royce I don't know do why. much on Twitter? Oh Are yeah, you he does. Out of your mind. Yeah, I forgot. You know what he does? He he writes uh, kind of obscurely. You might not always know what Royce is talking about on Twitter. Okay. Or is that just me? Like he'll he'll be watching a game and then he'll like that was great. Like oh, in the middle, <laughs> but you don't know. You're like, okay, I'm reading this 11 hours later. Sure. What was great, Pat? Basically, I don't get it. and I try to explain this to a lot of my friends um, who get angry with Pat mm-hmm. because of things he'll say. Like he'll take shots at PJ Fleck, or he'll take shots at the, whatever. Just it doesn't to matter. get the get him rolling. And I'll say, you're taking the bait. Yeah. And He's trolling it, everybody. And I'll say, that's that's what he does. Yeah. Just you getting mad brought him joy <laughs> because that's what he's trying to do. And I used to fall for it too. By yeah. the way. And it was before I started working with him, and even after I had started working with him, I think, what a bleeping... Bleep. Does does he have something against PJ? He, he just thinks he's disingenuous? What does he... Yeah, he's just not a fan. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't want to run. Maybe maybe uh, PJ was going to do an interview and said, hey, let's run down to this other you end of the stadium. You did see the, uh, the photo of PJ wearing capri pants, right? I did not. Yes. Really? He Clam was at diggers a fundraiser. is what we used to call them. He is oh. at a fundraiser. Wearing, uh, and you can see his ankle. Okay. Because he's not wearing socks with his shoes, which oh. I also find weird. Do you, do you know any guys? Because I know one, but do you know any guys that don't wear socks with shoes? Dr- like, not, well, I mean, like with tennis shoes down in Florida, I would. Right. I can. But I'm my, talking dress no, shoes. No, no, dress shoes. Couldn't do it. I got to have some socks. I'm going to Because Mac, I, I think Mackie's well known. Mackie does not wear socks. Okay. And I've always said, I've always told him, I find that weird. Well, remember how everyone used to laugh at Pee Wee Herman for having that tight suit on? <laughs> Now, literally every single guy who thinks he's fashionista wears a suit like Pee Wee Herman. Pants are Is a little that a short. Thing now? I mean, they're just tight, tight suits. The pants are all short. Yeah, haven't you? Have you no. not watched any football player wear a suit nowadays? It's like the pants are like six inches too short and no socks on. Why, why is that a thing? Can I ask? Because you're more, you're more fashionista than I am. How would I, I possibly am? know, dude? I, I wear khaki wearing, pants and a polo shirt almost every day. I am wearing my Carver black socks, quarter zip, tom <laughs> yeah. ball shirt, and a pair of jeans. That's what we should, we should do a segment on quarter zips because that really revolutionized what I dress like. I love. This is my favorite style right? of shirt. So I can keep my glasses on and take. 
take my shirt on and off with my glasses on. It's just, it's so much more comfortable. Is it hashtag dad life? Yeah, I Is don't that know. what we're doing right I, now? I, I did see, uh, so. Uh, I got this new house, right? And in in the bathroom is a setup where I can see mirrors of not only the front of me, but sadly, like the side and the back at parts. Oh, boy. Is it it portrait style? It's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like you're in a changing room. (laughs) You know what sucks about that? What? Everything. I don't want to see that I look dumpy, that my ass is gone, right? I don't want to see that. Like, I'm just like flat in the back, just straight flat in the back. Okay. Besides some hair growing on my back now, which I never had before. Okay. I don't, and I just, and then all I can see, all I can see is, so, you know, like women like. So what you're saying is getting old sucks. I mean, it just seemed like it happened overnight. I thought, I felt like I was a stud. I could do 50 push-ups. I could just get down and do them. Now I like, I I bend down and both my elbows hurt. And then I have to kind of roll onto my back to get up. (laughs) And I'm not chunky. No, not at all. I'm skinny. I'm just, I I think what they call skinny fat. You know, just people who are just out of shape, but I'm skinny, but I'm just out of shape. And then I ran up a flight of stairs. I thought I had in cute angina. I didn't know what was happening. I've never heard the term skinny fat You haven't heard that? No. Oh my God. Sometimes you go to the beach and you see somebody, they're like, that person's skinny, but boy, they got a gut. Like they're skinny fat. Or so, just, well, I am now skinny fat, little back hair, bald spot. I gotta, I gotta paint over these mirrors in my house. And, boy, it's, it's a good thing you don't have to put together a hell of a dating profile because I know. Hey, here's the deal, ladies. Here's, uh, I'm here's skinny fat. Yeah. <laughs> I have back hair. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not. But I just felt like I don't know. There was a day that I felt young, and then now I just don't feel young anymore. And then. I'm sitting there with my wife, and my wife says, oh, if it doesn't work out with us, you could go to this, and it's called Our Time. It's a dating app for people who are older. Like, it's called Our Time, and it's a as bunch in, of- As in the our, letter R? No, like or, O-U-R. Okay. Our Time. I thought make R maybe stood for retired. No, no. Okay. Uh, that would be smart. But okay. then it, then it, it it's like, if you're 50 or older, I'm like, those are a bunch of grandmas in there. I don't want to date old grandmas. And that's the age I'm in. People <laughs> think I'm an old grandma. <laughs> I have the body of an old grandma. That's really what. Oh. Yeah. I got to do some squats. Okay. I'm going to just go ahead and say that. I'm going to put that on record. If you see me in six months, you're going to say, Mike, are you are you stealing two hams? That's what I'm going to look like. My, it's gonna, my butt's going to be just rock solid. Just get jacked. Yep. So one of the stories I wanted to bring up with you, because it's a viral video, Ooh. and it creeped like me those. out. Oh, no. Big time. All right? So, uh, oh, come on. Don't do this to me right now. Unfortunately... The footage originally appeared on TikTok, which I'm not a fan of. So a social media presenter on TikTok (laughs) and her friend visited an unnamed deserted aquarium in Spain. Hmm. Sounds cool. With the footage, it provided a creepy look into what happens after former zoos or aquariums are shut down and abandoned. The video showed the explorers gaining access to the aquarium via a window and finding themselves in a darkened space with debris littering the floor. Using flashlights, they began to search the interior of the aquarium, coming across various items including a plastic or foam squid that at first sight appeared to be real. Shattered glass jars with the remains of sea creatures, which is sad, Mm -hmm. including what appeared to be an octopus, were also found scattered on the floor of the aquarium. The video culminated in them approaching a broken glass case which contained the body of a small dead shark. The shark appeared partially preserved but had visibly begun to decay after exposure to the air, giving it a zombie-like appearance with rotting muscles and bone structure showing. This thing is terrifying. Oh, really? It's terrifying. Okay. 
first of all, I when I first saw the video, I thought, okay, well, this is because it, it almost kind of gave it that Blair Witch Project okay. kind, kind of, of effect fakey, to it. Yeah, and I'm thinking, okay, is this real? Because half the stuff that's on social media, you know, isn't is fabricated. It's got to be. But the photo itself, it's just creepy, and and stuff like that has always spooked me because I, you know, when you when you watch Jaws, for mm-hmm. instance, or whatever. There's just a lot of stuff out in the ocean that you just don't know. I b- absolutely believe something like that looks like this, like a zombie shark, could exist in the water. I would bring my kids down to Florida, right? We'd walk up to the ocean, and I'd say, hey, good luck to you, because if something carries you off, good luck. <laughs> what am I going to do about it? Go get them. <laughs> right? I mean, just like, I wouldn't go in further than you could get, like, where I can grab you from the edge. Okay. And I've, I've swam in the ocean, but there is that sense of... What happens if I stand on a whatever? A jellyfish? A jellyfish. Yeah. I don't want someone peeing well, on my Florida foot. has always spooked me because of that horrific story of the little kid that was pulled in by an alligator. Oh, that you in, saw in, years at ago. Disney World at or whatever? At Disney World. Yes, and so that I've was always said, just the worst. I've always said not until they're at least 10 years old where they could at least run. You know what I'm saying? With the, the golf course that I play at? You just... Alligators all over the place. You're kidding no, me. No, all over. No, no, you just, thank you. You just kind of avoid them, and they don't, like, come running at you. It's not that, but there's little things that say, hey, keep you know, pay attention to what's going on, because there's legitimate alligators, like eight-foot-long alligators no, just standing there. No, thank you. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just, they're there. And the best part is there's a house 40 feet away. Like, it's just in the pond on the on hole number seven or whatever. It's, Oof, no, it's just thank different. You. I, don't, I don't really fear alligators, I guess, but well, it, it, snakes. It, it's leading me to something that's going on right now in my home because uh, my, my wife wants to do a spring break trip. Because if we stay at home the entire week of spring break, we will drive each other insane. Okay. So, hey, let's, let's think about going somewhere. So, okay. So, we had started to make plans to do a trip or whatever. And we normally would do... You know, a hotel, so you get the breakfast and you have to worry about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, she, for the first time, says, well, let's look at doing an Airbnb. And I said, okay, that's fine, whatever. You know, you know I'll, she's just in charge. Yeah. You just tell me where I need to go and what I need to do, right? And she she claims that I am the single most paranoid parent in the history of mankind. And I'm not here to, to dispute that. There is legitimacy yeah, to y- that. Y- you are I always protective. fear the worst. Yes, yeah. You're a protector. And so one of the places that she found was absolutely gorgeous. It's really, really nice. And I said no to it. And do you want to know why? Um, it's near the ocean. It's on the ocean. Okay, so you looked. You could pee right off the edge into the water. That's No, I, in fact, I thought it was kind of cool that we were that close to the beach. Okay. That was not it. Um, no basement. Nope. What? It's a condo on the 15th floor. Oh. Well, come on. And, I said, and I said no. Why? And she said, what, 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 this is gorgeous. I said, we have two boys that yeah. could, could could go out on the... Yeah, but they're not morons. They, they, I don't they, care. They, they too don't want to die. They're not going to jump over the railing. I know, but still, it, it just, like, th- look at me. I'm shaking right My foot is, like, really? shaking because I, I, would have, I would have anxiety the entire time thinking about it. Really? Yes. Okay. Now, well, is, I that, mean, is that over the top Would you do it on paranoia? the fourth floor? I said if it was if it was on fifth or sixth, okay. Well, you fall from sixty feet or one hundred and sixty feet. Okay, third floor. Okay, third floor. I you could think go they could it. survive a third floor but fall? Isn't that is that a valid? No. Okay. No, I mean that's pretty weird. I'm gonna just. I mean, if I was, I'm not if, calling you weird, but that's weird. If they were one or two, then it would be okay. No, I'd be more inclined to not want to do it if they're one and two. But your kids are old. It's ten and seven. Yeah, they're not going to just fall I off the know, ledge. No, but still. <laughs> 
You're, and you're probably not just going to randomly whip them off either. No, of course maybe not. Maybe that's what not you're fearing. That. No, no, you I have would a not dark side. That. Or maybe they'd throw me off. Maybe yeah, that's what like, I'm really. Let's f- grab dad when he's drinking. <laughs> maybe that's really. That's what good I'm thing. You, good thing you're heavy enough that they can't do that. That's a good point. Yeah. So I got to put. Although some your more wife, pump. I'm sure, would be put like, some more I'll help kids on. anyway. But uh, I just thought, well, that, that, that's, that's something I'm gonna be a little bit. You know what you should do for spring break? What you should do? What other brave Americans and people all over the world are doing? They're flying their butts over to Poland and crossing. Oh man, how about that? Could you? Rivers, how old were you? It, had you ever thought of a time where you'd say, you know what, I'm going to go to Ukraine and help them fight the Russians? I, I can't picture that person. Who does that? I don't know if I could have done it in the name of another country, mm-hmm. even though the, those that are doing it, my I tip my cap to you. Hats that, off that's to you. the no. ultimate sign of bravery, in, in all honesty. And a lot of people, I'm sure, are doing it because they might have family back mm-hmm. home, or maybe they have uh, ties to that. Whatever, whatever the case might be, that's the ultimate sign of maybe bravery. Mail order no bride, maybe could be that and too. They wonder where she is. But there was a point, absolutely, where I could have seen myself doing it for this country. So absolutely. back in 2001, in September 11th, you were pretty young. Yeah, I was 20. How old was I at the time? 22. So yeah, you were some, you were some, right in, in the early realm, like in the, that you were the Pat Tillman age, right? Where Pat said, "Hey, I have things going on, but I'm going to go do this." I could have absolutely done it. Yeah, back and then. and that would be that was maybe the closest I would have ever have been sure. to like saying, "Hey, I want to go fight for my country." Well, well, don't you think the vast majority of Americans were? I'm all in. Let's let's do this. Let's go get these bastards. Yeah, 100. percent My rhetoric was that. But if someone would have said, "Hey, here's where you sign yeah, up." Yeah, here's where you sign <laughs> up. Like you got to go in uh, two weeks. I, I think I would have had a very hard time. I don't think I'm, you know, not a brave person. I'm brave, uh, you know, like regular brave. But I think there's a whole other level of guys that become police officers, or right. guys that go into the military voluntarily, or that guys that literally are taking flights here to go to Poland. To cross the border to go fight. Well, that's crazy. When I was going going through high school, there was a, a time where I thought I was going to follow my dad's footsteps and become a police officer. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, there was, and yeah. then uh, I, I don't even know if there was a specific turning point uh, with me, but it just it, then it became something I I didn't think I'd be happy doing long term. Sure, you know, and what it, I'm you could have sensed that your father might not have been happy doing it long term too. That was part of it. Yes, you know that was because it, it. You know, you you do see. The, and I, again, this is a long time ago, so I can't even imagine what it's like oh now. My God, yeah. um, but back then, it was you know you did see the 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 strain it did put on a family, for mm-hmm. instance, and and how how it made that particular person you know a little bit uh, more emotional at times or a little bit more short tempered at times. Yeah. You know, the, all, all of that plays into it and into into decision making. Well, you know, I I know sometimes my wife will ask me like, "How was work?" And my work is always great, right? I mean, it's always great, and I just I'm like, man. You know, let's not talk about it. But I can't imagine if I had to pull someone out of a burning car or, you know, something. My wife said, hey, how was work? Well, let me relive this memory of when I had to punch a guy in the face. This traumatic incident, right? Yeah, you don't want to remember that day after day after day. I finally stopped asking my kids how school was. because Because I would get annoyed with them not saying anything to me. And then my wife said, how was work? And I said, why are you asking me that? I was just there for 10 hours. I don't want to relive. I had eight meetings. Uh, you know, I, There's nothing to relive. And my, then my kids are like, I'm me asking my kids how school was. They're, when they say fine, what am I expecting them to say? Well, it was all right. On page 14 of my English book, I learned that a pronoun can be they or them. Well, but and this might change I as, as I did. Yeah. This might change over time. But when I asked my boys about it, you know, they're not allowed to say fine. 
Oh. That's my rule. Okay. And I just say, no, come on, give me something. What did, what did you do? And and now they're at the point where they just, I don't have to worry about that. Okay. Because they both genuinely do like school. And obviously sure. that, they're in elementary school. And Even that if could you change. like school, you just, what are you going to say? Yeah. So, yeah. but that that's part of the, nope, you're not allowed to say fine. All right. And then it's, they got to give me, oh, we had art today or or whatever. I don't even care what it is because I'm the, I'm drop off guy every okay. morning and my wife's pickup person every, yeah, every day. Yeah. So. You anyway. have to try this. So somebody who didn't have kids gave me this sheet of like 20 ways to talk to your kids after school. I thought, well, that was very sweet of her to do that. But like, you don't even have kids. Like, how do you know any of this stuff works? And right. one of the things on there, which happened to be very right, was instead of like asking your kids how school was, you say, if there was an alien spaceship floating over your school and it could pick up one, the ray could shoot down and pick up one kid from school, who would that kid be? And I would use that. And my kids would go... Timmy Johnson, Timmy Johnson farted so loud. I mean, I would get a 10-minute diatribe of what happened. And it was like, wow, that really, really worked. Try that with your kids tonight. All right. Because it's it's weird how much they get into, like, huh, who would I want? And then it also is like, hey, Ricky Stevenson punched someone in the face, and we'd like him to go. It's he like, needs oh, to go get that, abducted by the alien That's ship. right. Yeah. It, it was actually a really, really good thing. So I, I didn't think this woman had any logic to her, but, you know, because she Turns didn't Turns out kids. she was right. Turns out maybe she was. that was the best parenting advice I've ever had. That is always the best because, you know, we'll get pitched on. I, I have 100 emails a day in my inbox. Would you be interested in interviewing so-and-so and whatever? And one of them, I'll never forget this. Because I never respond to any of because they're all just mm. blind solicitations, yeah, right? Yeah. So I never respond to any of them. In fact, Joe used to have the bit, guests will never have. Okay. Because that's where that originated sure. from was all these blind solicitations okay. of people that, my new book on success, mm. you know, things like that. But one of them was, despite her not having any kids, Dr. So-and-so wrote a new book on parenting. Wow. From a different perspective. And I responded and I said, that's so great. What time can we have her on? And then this publicist or says, oh, that'd be so great. I said, I'm kidding. Please take me off your email <laughs> oh, list. Oh, no. Like, what? Are you kidding me? That's, uh, your, that's your selling that's point? That's your is, whole pitch? Listen, hear me out. Yeah, hear me out. I know I, I don't have, have no any kids. I have no idea what I'm talking about. But I'm going to give everyone else in the free world sol- uh, parental advice on how they should be raising their kids. I uh, was a very great parent last night. My oldest daughter um, asked, got asked out on a date. Right. And she told my wife, don't tell dad, just, you know, because she she didn't know if she was going to go. But of course, she had to tell me. So what do I do? I walk downstairs, knock on her door to her bedroom, open up the door. And she looks at me like just you could see this look like, oh, my God, he knows like I'm just embarrassed. I turn around and I'm going to do this on on the radio, but I turn around and go like this. (laughs) <laughs> I do that thing where you turn around and you put your hands around like you're being hugged and kissed. And she just looks at me and she goes, I hate you. And that's all. I didn't say one word and that was it. I thought, oh, that's cute. So wait a minute. Yeah. Is this now the the Mike Fredoloni foray into now having to be worried about boys? Well, I, I've already said that no boy can be at my house after dark, right? And then three boys, four boys were at my house till 11 o'clock the other night. And I was like looking at my watch saying... Hey, you, you don't have to go home, boys. You don't. But I'm going to walk you down to the end of the driveway, and good luck to you. You know, figure out how to Uber home. I don't know what it is, but you're done here. You, right. We're not staying out till 11 o'clock. And she's in this 15-year-old. Like, I'd rather have them at my house. Right. But I surely don't so want— So you can monitor the situation. Yeah, but if they think for a fraction of a second, I'm going to let them do anything— that's not applicable to what a 15-year-old would do. They're so far gone. So we have an outside <laughs> entertainment area. And I said, hey, when it's dark, like at night in the summertime, 
everything shuts off when it gets dark, period. There's no being outside, you know, farting around, being doing something dangerous, whatever, you know. So everybody's got to be gone. She can have her girlfriends over. They can have their girlfriends over till late, right? I don't care, sleep over, do all that stuff. But boys got to go. And they, my wife and my kids look at me like they don't get it. And I said, I was that boy. Right. We were all uh, that yeah. boy. And in fact... These kids kind of seem a little slow. I mean, compared to, you know, they go to Catholic school. I went to the rough and tumble Roosevelt area high school, right? right. So the main streets. Yeah, I knew what happens, and you know, I was a good kid. Yeah, but that didn't mean I wasn't doing goofy things right. at a at a young age. Right. You know? And 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 I just I, I really have to pound. I, and I don't. I want them to have friends. I want them to have friends that are boys and and I, I was trying to tell my daughter that you know you, you have to like um, not be too available for guys you have to play understand, hard to get play a little play. hard to get play, yeah. you know men are really super basic you might think they're thinking something really deep they're not you know we're pretty simple if you're nice to us we think you like us and we in turn like you that's it there's not much more to it mm-hmm. right and and they're like oh I think you know and even my wife was saying there's more to it than that. And and all my kids are beautiful and my wife's beautiful, right? And I said, you guys don't get it. You're beautiful. You don't even have a vague recollection how dumb or a vague understanding how dumb men will be around you. Correct. They just will be dumb because they're like, she's pretty. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. She just talked to me. She asked me <laughs> for a piece of paper in school. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's how they don't get that, that that means something to boys. Correct. It meant a ton to me. A one-track mind. That's all we got. That's a all we got. A one-track mind. And if you're lucky, you keep that going until you buy a mirror that shows your whole 360 body and then you just feel like an old man and everything goes to crap and you're like whatever that whole fun that i used to have running around chasing people at 17 is gone another sunder we're gonna have to need is life advice from mike <laughs> yes i think we're gonna have to need how, that. To, how to frustrate your wife right segment by mike fratelloni i, I love it Fantastic. Reavers, this was the best. Uh, if you could please do us a favor and rate and review this show on any of the podcast platforms that you happen to be listening to the Weekly Scramble, we would greatly appreciate it. It also helps others to find the show as well. For Mike Fredoloni, my name is Chris Reavers. We'll talk to you again next week. Until then, cheers.